When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again, everybody. It is time once again for the Mainland Podcast. This is episode number 324. And I'm your host, Michael Citro. I'm the founder and managing editor of the mainland.com we cover orlando city the orlando pride and ocb and all things soccer related in the city beautiful and uh, joining me as always up in tallahassee is david rowe and i got to see dave's face on zoom as well as all the other faces uh, except for one from the mainland staff on thursday as we had a little bit of a staff meeting how you doing dave i'm good that was a uh a very uh, nice and productive. I mean, I'm used to seeing you and you're used to seeing me, but we don't, it's rare. We get to see anybody else. So that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Or actually was that Wednesday or Thursday? I don't remember. Every day's a blur. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. No. What happened is since our last show where we talked about the, uh, impending SB nation, stopping supporting all of the MLS blogs is we've had some discussions internally. I put out an agenda. I asked for some, input from the staff i've gotten very little back yet <laughs> hopefully that will change because i'm getting a little worried but uh we are we are going to move forward in some fashion and we don't know what that fashion looks like yet because still some things that we don't know from the vox media side of things that we are waiting to find out for example will we be able to keep our name will we be able to keep our our dedicated um url so that nobody has to learn a new uh, URL to go to and bookmark a new one or any of that stuff. So there's there's some stuff hanging out there, but I don't think it'll be a problem to move forward. Now, how we do that remains to be seen. I've been kind of laying in the weeds, watching other blogs do their thing. I've seen a couple of really pretty nice sub stacks put mm-hmm. together by a couple of the, uh, the other blogs that have already decided to rebrand. Um. I think there are a few others that are not planning to rebrand unless forced to. And I know that uh, the rail salt Lake site is up the, their fan the blog is up. It's, it used to be RSL soapbox and now it's uh, what is Wasatch uh, something soccer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure what a Wasatch is. I've never been to Utah, but um, it, presumably it's something to do with that. But, uh, and they're, their manager. I think it's an area. Yeah, their their managing editor has been really uh, good to everybody in the SB Nation family, and he's he's talked about making his uh, he calls it a stack. I guess that's a a, a computer uh, programming term or something. He's talking mm-hmm. about making that uh, available to everybody. If he does, I very much like what he did, and I could very easily, um, you know, kind of create something from that for the mainland, whether it's called the mainland or not. We've got some people working on some potential new logos. Still got to iron out the 
image rights thing and, and hoping to talk to the club soon about that. Also got some exciting news this week that I haven't even shared with Dave yet, but we will at some point be doing another conversation with Jared Dillon to follow up on like what he's learned in the last year and, and what has been applied and all of that stuff. So uh, we'll get to, you know, hold his feet to the fire a little bit about what's going on with the club in terms of the, you know, becoming more fan friendly and, and inclusive yeah. and all of that stuff that we talked about last year. So that's fun. Absolutely. It'll be good to talk to him again. Yeah. So why don't we get into the news? We'll start with Orlando City like we always do. And since you and I last spoke, the well, not, well yeah, since we last spoke uh, on the podcast, not since we last spoke on a Zoom call, uh, no. Rodrigo Schlegel out of nowhere gets a new two-year deal with two additional option years. Basically what this did is it extended his time in Orlando by one year. Cause he just signed a year, a year ago to a new, a two year deal with two option years. And then this year he signed another two year deal with two option years. So it basically negated the old deal, which tells me Rodri got a raise and it just locks him up for potentially one more year. And that happened on the 25th, which I believe is um, when our last show dropped. Yeah. And uh, look, Good for Rodri. I mean, we all love him. I mean, best, absolute best backup center back in the league. Uh, and, you know, he's somewhere on a list of best backup goalkeepers, too. So <laughs> somewhere, somewhere it's on just, a list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The thing is about this is, you know, you can pay your three center backs as much as you want to if you don't plan on going and getting any other center backs. The sad truth. <laughs> I mean, it still doesn't. Doesn't make me comfortable with what's going on with the with the depth. Uh, you've got three very good center backs, and I I love the three center backs that Orlando City has. That I think it's uh, it's like a, as good a trio as there is in the league, really. Mm -hmm. But they all have to be present and accounted for. If there's anybody out with an injury, and last year both starters were out for extended periods with injuries, and they have to not get suspensions. They are prone to suspensions, yeah. uh, particularly Robin Janssen. And if you don't have them, you're in trouble if you don't have depth. And this team seems to be okay with, uh, well, let's just go what we got. And then if we have to stick Kyle Smith in there, I guess we can do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope it's not just an excuse, you know, to make sure Kyle gets some playing time because that's, that's not a good idea. Um, you know, big fan of Kyle, but let's... Let's get another, I, you know, we have three great center backs. What's wrong with four? I don't know. I don't know. And, and maybe they'll give, maybe they think that Thomas Williams is more ready this year to step in and get some minutes. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, I, I wasn't sold with what I saw at OCB last year. That's two levels down. Uh, could he mm -hmm. really have, have come that far? I don't know. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so congrats to Rodri. I'm still concerned about the depth. Uh, really all along the back line. I'm not, uh, if Mikey Halliday is the plan to go at right back, what happens if it doesn't work? Uh, then you're, you're, I want to, I hate to say stuck with Kyle Smith because he's a very good, capable backup, but I don't think that's the, if you're chasing trophies, I don't know that that's the guy you want starting. No, it's not. And you, look, 
Kyle has a place on this team, and it's an important one, but it's not as a starter. Every team needs role players, and Kyle is a very good role player. Yeah. Your role players are forced to become starters and do starter things. It doesn't always work out. Now, Kyle's had some extremely good games at right back and at left back and various other places on the field, but we've also seen him get torched. And, yeah. and over the course of a season, once you get exposed, you know, it's, it seems like a, a team's just kind of follow that pattern and, and continue to do the things that you're not good at. We know, we know Kyle's a solid player. Um, he's not the quickest player. He does get beaten to the end line by fast wingers pretty regularly um, on both sides, whether he's on his strong foot or his, his weaker foot. So I, I, I really hope Michael Halliday works out if that's the plan going forward. I, I've heard people bring up Alex Freeman. I don't know that Alex Freeman is quite ready yet. Uh, he he didn't even really impress at times with OCB last year. So yeah, and he would have to take a big leap forward. But we hope that uh, we hope that everything works out. On the left side, we've got uh, Luca Petrasso, and um, well, we're supposed to have a guy named Santos, but he isn't here yet. I, I think that a lot of the crap that's going on in Brazil has slowed down some of the paperwork as uh, Santos is not here yet. And neither is Adriana. And we'll talk a little bit more about her later in the show. But that's two Brazilians that have been signed in the last month, month and a half. And neither one is here yet. And that's all paperwork related. So uh, that's it's not ideal. But uh, it is if you're Luca because you get to, you know, really kind of go out and set the pace at left back and try to win that battle. Yeah. No, it's not say it's certainly not good news. Like you say, it's kind of good news for Luca. But, um, you know, this is uh, to butcher Ted Lasso. This is where uh, this is where you know sports and politics uh, combine, and it's unfortunate because when that generally happens, it's not a good thing. So, and we're seeing that in this case. And I don't believe you go out and get an international left back uh, to sit him behind, you know, a young homegrown player. I think you go out and get him because you plan on having him be the starter. I, I don't know that you spend an international slot on, on a backup. Well, and I mean, I don't know though, Luis Muzi and, and Ricardo Moreira, it seems like they just don't want to sign North Americans or at least not <laughs> American, the U S Americans, but uh, uh, we'll see how it goes. And uh, we'll see uh, how everybody kind of shakes out when everybody's in camp, but it's uh it's kind of frustrating. This time of year is always frustrating, especially I, I imagine for the coaching staff when they can't get a good look at their new player. Um, yeah. And uh, and you're trying to gel and you're trying to build chemistry. And he's already missed that trip to IMG Academy uh, where you really kind of get close uh, as a team and, you know, bond a little bit. So uh, we'll see how it works out when he arrives. Hopefully everybody will take them under his wing. And speaking of taking under his wing, Rodrigo Schlegel has been the guy that does that. Like almost everybody that comes here says, you know, my best friends on the team are this guy, this guy and Rodrigo Schlegel, you know? And yeah. um, if you, if you got to be on a desert, a deserted Island with somebody, Oh, I'm going to be on there with Schlegel. Yeah. He's, he's kind of a great locker room guy. I really love that. They, that they locked him down for at least one more year and we'll yeah. see how his, uh, his trajectory goes during his time here. Uh, on the next day, uh, the 26th of January, the Lions finally made it official and signed Ramiro Enrique to a three-year U22 initiative deal with two option years. So he's going to be around a little while if uh, if all 
doesn't go well, he probably won't be around that whole length of that contract. And if, if things go really, really well, he definitely won't be here for the whole length of that contract because he'll be sold on. But um, this is an indicator that the team is happy going into the season with one veteran striker and a bunch of guys who have played a total of three minutes of MLS action. Yeah, you know, bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Um, <laughs> it's, I, look, you know, we've we've often said in the past that uh, uh, Luis Muzi and Ricardo Moreira, they, you know, they hit more than they miss. And hopefully that's the case. And, and, and hopefully, I don't say hopefully, I know that they've given it thought. Hopefully their thought is correct. Yeah. Now, I will tell you this. I am very careful with fire and with things that can cause fires. But at the same time, I'm not going to not have homeowner's insurance uh, (laughs) that insured me (laughs) against my house catching on fire. I think it's okay to be confident in what you do and confident in your evaluations. But at the same time, it's not a bad thing to hedge your bets and bring in a a veteran that doesn't cost a lot to... uh, to be a backup and uh, who knows the league and all of that stuff. You've got, you know, Enrique young guy is going to be thrust into a new league and a new team and a new culture. You've got two rookies. Those are always a crapshoot. And, and, uh, and Jack Lynn who did not look ready for major league soccer last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really look all that ready for, usl championship soccer last year but uh although on a very good team so we'll see how it goes uh hopefully hopefully cara takes a, another step forward um i think he had some issues last year with acclimating and also obviously with a couple of injuries down uh here and there so we uh we hope that everything works out that's all we can say is hopefully these are the right moves everybody's lauding these moves around the country and around the league and all these uh pundits and and um, MLS uh, soccer.com writers and the athletic writers. And that's what makes me nervous is everybody says these are great moves and this is such a great off season. And that makes me go, Oh, I, I'm not used to them saying nice things. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands when they're saying nice things about us. Next thing you know, Don Garber's going to come out and, and do something for us rather than against us. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's to me it's just like I don't trust it, you know? I don't yeah. I don't trust it. It's like when you watch um an NFL pregame show and everybody picks the same team and then that team gets killed. <laughs> like yeah. what were you all thinking? <laughs> um I, I don't like when it's unanimous. There's always got to be some naysayers. And if damn it, Dave, if that naysayer has to be me, well, <laughs> Well, you know, so look, <laughs> if, if, if you naysaying, uh, makes it so that everything does go right, well then it's, that's just a service that you're performing for the club. Really? I mean, they're not even paying me for it. No. And we've offered our services to be paid a lot of times. And mm. you, know, mm. you know why we're, we're, uh, we're Americans. Yeah. You know, that's true. Um, I could apply for my British citizenship. Maybe that'll move the needle. I don't know. Iceland. Uh, maybe. Speaking yeah. of nice segue. Ah, nice. 31st of January, which is the day we're recording this. They made it official. Dagger Dan Thorlson signed a two year deal with two additional option years. The uh, midfielder is a box to box midfielder. 
can also play some right back, maybe a little mm-hmm. hedging the bet on the Mikey Halliday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he can even play on the wing and even has played as a false nine for his team in Iceland at times. So very versatile player. Uh, I still think, although, you know, in all, in all res- due respect to your love of Yaya Ding Dong, I still think the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin is the goal song you want to go with for Dagger Dan. See, now I was thinking about this today because you did tweet that out. And I think that that's a good, that's a good walkout song for him. Like the perfect walkout song for him. But I think uh, the goal song has just got to be more happy. And there's nothing happier than yeah, yeah, ding dong. I just want to hear the entire wall going. "Ah!" Yeah, look, no argument. That is a great freaking song. And I mean, he even has Thor in his last name. So they can put the uh, the school of rock scene on the uh, on the scoreboard on the jumbotron with uh, Jack Black singing it on the bus. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Or the, the, the Thor, or the lightning coming down onto the bridge. And yeah, yeah there's, yeah, there's so many do, possibilities. Yeah. So many possibilities. they can do a, you can do a nice little uh, montage for that song. So uh, I like it. All right. So uh, like I said, new midfielder, new forward, uh, old defender <laughs> returning. <laughs> uh, any other Orlando city news you want to talk about or, or anything else you want to bring up? No, I think you look, I mean, these are all, great things and you know it seems that orlando city and and the orlando pride always do this where it's you know everybody else is getting business done early and we have to wait and wait and wait but we are at that time of the year when everything finally hits for us and uh like everybody's saying not to jinx it or anything but these are good moves on paper and hopefully they pay off yeah we hope that is the case so all three of the u22 uh slots are full and all the DP slots are full. That tells me that the ownership is stepping up financially and doing the things that they need to do to make this team competitive. And then it really comes down to do, does the does the technical staff get it right? Does the coaching staff get it right? Yeah. If they can put all now that they actually have a mostly full cupboard and can they put all the ingredients together to to make something that we like? I'm ready for the chefs to cook and to see if the meal is delicious. That's that's what I say. I, I concur, and thank you for continuing uh, the idiom that we were in there. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm a, I'm an idiom. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think idiot is the way <laughs> the way it's pronounced. Um, all right. Well, that's our Orlando City news. We of course have some Orlando Pride news to get to, and maybe we'll take a late peek into that mailbag box. We didn't have anything in there earlier, but maybe we'll, we'll take a peek back to see if anything's in there. Uh, hopefully a lot of people told us last week that there was no ad drop in when we did the, uh, did the throw it to the ad drop. So uh, I will go back to the old ad drop and say, we'll be back to talk about Orlando pride right after this. Dave, we're back. I have no idea if we sold anything, but uh, if we did, uh, I I hope that that product and or service uh, made a lot of money for whoever gets the money. Yeah, because um, I I actually am in sales, and I can tell you that my process for selling things is different than us doing what we're doing right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's so. probably 
probably true. I would, yeah. I would, I would assume that was true. All right. So on the pride side, well, of course, last week we were lamenting the loss of Aaron McLeod and Gunny Yon's daughter. Uh, we have an Icelander in and an Icelander out. All evens out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we wondered what is going to happen with the goalkeeping position. We knew they were going to have to go and get somebody because you've got uh, Kaylee Collins, who has played one competitive match in the Challenge Cup. And by the way, did not allow a goal in the run of play. Only a penalty goal from Christy Mewis is the only thing she allowed. So uh, still best save percentage in open play of any pride goalkeeper ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably going to be a, uh, that's, that's going to be a record that will stand the test of time. Yeah. And allocation money uh, signee, Anna Morehouse from last year, who kind of looked shaky when she was out there. Most of her appearances, so the club went out and got Carly Nelson, signed Carly to a two-year deal. And, uh, you know, the, the deal with, with Carly is that uh, she used to be a member of Kansas City before they were the Kansas City Current. You remember that zombie year when they didn't have a name? Yes. Or like, we're just not going to brand. We're just going to play a year and not brand. That's what they did. So she was with them then, and then she went out on loan. And uh, she has spent two seasons with Danish top tier side FC Norsjelland. I'm sure I butchered that, but hey, <laughs> that's just what you get. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I don't know what her her capabilities are. She's 24 years old, and um, you know she had what a, a pretty good career with Utah before mm-hmm. uh, turning pro. So. Uh, really untested. So I, I think this is still an Anna Morehouse team. I still think that they probably have now slotted Carly into two ahead of Kaylee Collins would be my guess. Yeah, that would be the guess. And of course, yeah, it may be a, all right, let's let them battle it out in the preseason and see who, see who comes out trying. Yeah. Maybe Kaylee Collins isn't a great practice goalkeeper. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? You look pretty solid I mean, in the game she played. That's all I know. <laughs> yes, true. Uh, Granted, I, it was it was not a it was a game against Gotham, and it wasn't you know it wasn't the best competition, but um, she did what she was supposed to do. Well, the good news is is that there are now three keepers, and like I say, a, a, let let the battle commence. Yes, yes, indeed. All right, uh, the big news out of the Pride this week was the announcement of new Vice President of Soccer Operations and General Manager Haley Carter. Haley Carter is uh, is the new, she's the new boss. New sheriff in town. Yeah. And uh, she's got quite the, uh, quite the resume. She will report directly to ownership and she will effectively be the Louise Muzi of the Pride side. And uh, she has uh, another ex-goalkeeper, played for the Houston Dash, Mm -hmm. and has coached uh, various different levels, a lot of college coaching experience, uh, has been assistant coach of the Afghanistan national team, and was, I believe, a goalkeeper coach for Antigua and Barbuda, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going off memory here because I'm too lazy to look at the thing. But um, yeah, very good resume off the field as well, because... um, an MBA, a doctorate, uh, it's, uh, you know, extensive, um, 
leadership experience in various uh, businesses and organizations. And, you know, I, we'll see how it happens. You know, we always can, like we always say, it looks good on paper. Let's see how it goes in practice. And there's a lot of work to be done on the pride side. Yeah, there is, but, uh, you know, sticking a Marine, uh, in there, uh, with, uh, who graduated from the U.S. Naval Academy, which is no slouch of a school, obviously. Um, and then eight years in the Marine Corps, that's, uh, that's gonna, that can, that can translate to some leadership stuff. Yeah. And let's hope uh, that it does. <laughs> yes. And let's, let's hope that it does indeed. I mean, like you say, her, her resume thus far, she checks all the boxes. And as we spoke about, you know, with everything that's going on with the NWSL and women's soccer in general, they were very, 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 very careful in vetting a any of the candidates and for them to decide on her, given how long it took and how long, how many times I called them out, just me, let alone everybody else. Um, you, you think they must have, they must feel pretty good about it to, about this hire to, you know, have her be in, be in that position. Yep. So we'll see how Haley does with things like talent evaluation and uh, just constructing a team that Seb Heinz can have some success with uh, the pride. The same day that Haley was announced, that was the, this Monday of this week, as we record this on Tuesday night, the pride opened camp for the 2023 preseason. They have 28 players on the roster. 27 of them are in camp. We mentioned earlier, Adriana, not here yet. The big signing mm-hmm. uh, is not here yet because of uh you know, waiting on that paperwork, that international paperwork and that international transfer certificate P1 visa stuff is always a pain to wait on, but especially when there's unrest in the country that uh, they're originating from. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's that's what's been going on. And we know Adriana will be in Orlando soon because she was called up to the Brazilian team for the She Believes Cup, which visits Exploria Stadium on February 16th. So, yeah, so there's an opportunity to uh, see the prize new player play, just not in a pride kit. wonder what would happen if, she, like, if she just defected while she was here? <laughs> um, oh, bummer. It's like you, you never hear of somebody doing that from a country like Brazil. It's always like Cuba or something, you know? Yeah. I defect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And usually for better reasons than ah, it's just easier to not have to deal with the P1V thing. Yeah. Usually there's much more, much more uh, ideological things in play than, than that. But uh, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> this is a, we just live in a really dumb time. So uh, there's no doubt in my mind, no, no doubt in my mind. She'll have, she'll come here, she'll play. And then she'll have to go back and then wait and then get the paperwork signed and then come back. Yeah, no, we are we are in the darkest timeline, that is for certain. I I will I, I thought by now we would live in a world where the lines all disappeared and people stopped acting like our dirt is better than your dirt. That would be nice if it wasn't for human nature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, humans suck. Uh, did you, speak of, have you seen that video of that uh, that robot that 
will melt like the T-1000, go through the bars, and then reassemble itself into a Lego man figure? I'm too terrified to even look at that footage because that's the dumbest thing you can invent. We had a movie that told you not to do that. I, I for one, uh, welcome our new robot overlords. Yeah, well, I mean, they're going to have to battle it out with the dinosaurs that we're going to clone. <laughs> so. yeah i actually heard somebody uh on a podcast they're like look in the terminator movies they didn't have the terminator movies to tell them not to do this stuff we have the terminator movies telling us not to do this stuff and yet here we are and funny enough that ties in with dinosaurs because what does malcolm say in jurassic park just because you could do something didn't mean that you had to do it it didn't, didn't uh, stop to think whether you should yep that's just just what we are it's like it's like visiting the pilot in the cockpit and going what does this button do <laughs> pressing it uh, i play i play a lot of flight simulator i'm sure i could do this oh uh, well all right so uh then after the haley carter uh hiring was official pride open camp as i mentioned 28 players 27 in camp and 21 of them are under contract we have all five dave all of the draft picks are here mm -hmm. one of which is under contract and that is the top draft pick because um she had emily madrill i'm talking about had uh signed a contract with the league so she's right. under contract but uh tori hansen is here uh draft pick out of north carolina another defender and we also have uh, forwards Messiah Bright and uh, Kristen Scott from UCF and Summer Yates, who is listed among the forwards. But I, I think she has to project more as an attacking midfielder. And the midfielder situation is a little frightening. If you just look at that position group, there's five people in camp and two of them are non-roster invitees, one of which the pride decided not to bring back this year and Tice Heiss. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is, uh, that's a little scary. Nicole Baxter has also been in the league before and is the other non-roster invitee uh, to go along with uh, returning players, Michaela Clough, Jordan Listro and Viviana Viacorta. So, you know, you look at that and you go, most of that is defensive midfield anyway. So if you're talking about additional midfielders, well, obviously Summer Yates, Marta has been known to play some attacking midfielder, Erica Timrak. Yep. Uh, so there are some other players that can, that can uh, fill that role. There are. And um, look, if you look at where we were just a couple of weeks ago um, in regards to the pride and where we are now, it's massive steps have been taking just, you know, having, having a GM, a, a VP slash GM in place is humongous. Uh, big weight off my shoulders. And then having, you know, having the, the, the draft picks in, uh, with yes, only one sign, but there. And then of course, Adriana, whenever she manages to get here, that was also huge. So there's been, you know, there were several articles and, and stuff that I wrote about it. And I'm sure my worry was, you know, coming through and I, I saw it online, but now I'm, I'm, I'm not great. But I definitely feel better. Yeah, I think somebody that's a dark horse to keep an eye on in this camp is a non-roster invitee, McKinley Crone, who is a goalkeeper. Played yeah. at Alabama. She's from here in Maitland, here in Orlando. 
and had a, a fantastic college career. That's somebody who could, with a good camp, maybe stick around at yeah. someone else's expense. Mm. I look competition is good. It is because uh, you want to have the want to have the best players out there, and and if they can get out there and actually prove it on the uh, the pitch, that's the way you want to go. Yeah, I'm not sure what we've got here. I know I like the young players. I think there's a lot of young talent on this team. Don't know how long it's going to take for the to come together. There's still some positions that I'm not crazy about. And uh, but notably also two players who were not on the preseason roster. They are not under contract anywhere is Tony Presley and Courtney mm-hmm. Peterson. Now Tony Presley is a free agent, can sign anywhere. Um, and Courtney Peterson can't go anywhere within the league without uh, some team acquiring her rights. So she could go sign in Europe, but right now, neither of those players looks like uh, are going to be a part of this team moving forward. Uh, but obviously there's a lot of time that that could change between now and the start of the season. Yeah, it could, but they are, it is, their absence is notable. Yes. Very notable. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, quickly talked about the goalkeepers, uh, the defenders we've got, uh, you know, some, one, one of those players that I think everybody forgets about is Caitlin Cosme, who was hurt all of last year, draftee from, uh, the 2022 draft. And that could be a surprise. I mean, Cosme could end up, you know, being the Emily Madrill partner at, mm-hmm. uh, at center back, uh, with Tori Hansen as a backup, Megan Montefusco could also, uh, we talked about how thin the midfield looked. Megan Montefusco could play defensive midfield. Yep. And then you've got uh, the fullbacks are Carrie Abello. Um, I'd really like to see some more development from Carrie this year. Um, Celia, who was resigned, uh, also Carrie Lawrence. She's a, oh, yeah, by the way, starter Carrie Lawrence is, is back. Uh, as another potential um, starting center back, it's I think the battle for starting center back positions is going to be really interesting this uh, this spring. Uh, Haley McCutcheon, that's going to take some getting used to. Formerly Haley Hansen, another mm-hmm. fullback, and <laughs> Kylie Strom. Yes, look, uh, having having an interesting in a good way battle at center back. That's so nice compared yes. to what we've been dealing with. So. <laughs> yes, that is that is true. So um uh then the forwards we mentioned some of them. Uh Messiah Bright, of course, uh rookie from TCU, very exciting player there. Uh Haley Bouyea, who was brought in last year from Malta. And that that want to see more of that player, obviously. Oh, yes. That was a player that uh Ian Fleming was extremely high on and extremely happy to have signed. Uh Julie Doyle is back. Adriana, of course, is going to be a very key player when she arrives. Leah Pruitt, good depth player, a very good pressing, defensive-minded center forward. Uh, mm-hmm. Kristen Scott from UCF, I mentioned. Erica Timrak. Uh, Marta, be like having a whole new player this year if Marta can stay healthy. Allie yeah. Watt and Summer Yates. So uh, 10 forwards, uh, although obviously some of those forwards can play uh, midfield and wing positions and, and some are center forwards. So um, we will have pride uh, games very soon looking forward to it and seeing, cause there are, you know, there's new faces and, uh, you know, a new head coach technically. And yes. so it'll be, it'll be very interesting to see what they're able to. And of course, keep in mind, everybody preseason matches are just that. 
Yes. Uh, Seb Hines, by the way, has not announced the staff yet. And uh, that, again, probably much of that coming down to getting uh, background checks completed. I'm sure he's not running around at training all by himself going, hey, everybody over here. Right. (laughs) You know, he's not the only one out there. Okay. Okay. You forwards do this. I'm going to go work with the defenders. (laughs) Yeah, Seb getting his steps in every every he's like practice. Just sweating profusely because he he's always wearing black. Right. <laughs> Poor Seb. Poor like Seb. you got seventy thousand steps a day going in back and forth between all the players. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure that uh, whoever his assistants are and trainers and all that stuff, I'm sure they're probably out there. I'm uh, one of the bad things about not being independently wealthy or having a paying gig doing this. I don't get to go out to the training very often. So I haven't been able to see, but I'm sure that the usual suspects are probably running around out there and maybe some new faces that we have not yet been uh, introduced to. But um, I, I can't wait to see who he rounds out this, his staff with now that he gets to make those decisions. Yeah, no, I'm very interested to see that because it's kind of the last piece of the puzzle of, you know, the things that we've been talking about over the uh, off season. So, um, yeah, that, that could be. Once again, as we said, they're being very conscientious about their vetting process on everybody. So that's why it's taking a bit of time. Like, uh, you know, a few bad apples ruined, uh, ruined it for everyone. Yeah, they did. So that's the way it goes. All right. Um, I think that's all I had on the pride side of things. Although that's considerable amount of business. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. So that just brings us to our mailbag box, Dave. I love the mailbag box. I love it too, but I don't have anything in the email this week. Do we have anything on the tweeters? No, we don't. Evidently, all of our listeners already know everything. Okay. So that's your mailbag box for this week. If you'd like to get in your question for next week, you can email us at themainland at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter. At the mainland is our Twitter account at least for now, for now. and uh, uh, use the hashtag ask TMLPC. Uh, if, if the name of the, I'm just going to say it. If the name of the blog changes, the name of the podcast is going to change. Yeah. And, and our Twitter handles are going to change. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But we'll keep our followers. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can change it to whatever I want. Yeah. Now we've been kicking around. This is where we can get people involved and get you to email us and get you to hit us up on Twitter. Yes. Uh, We are looking for potential new name if we are forced to change our name. Now I came up with one that I liked, but I'm backing off of it for a couple of reasons. Now, the one that I liked and I came up with several that I hated, uh, the one that kind of tickled me the most was Sons of Schlegel. Sons of Schlegel is a pretty good name, I think, but... There's two things here. One, I don't want any um, women who might want to write for us or work, you know, work with us. Uh, I don't want the son's name to kind of be distasteful to them. And mm-hmm. also, I've learned, lived long enough now to learn that you never, you can never put all your eggs in any one human's basket. Uh, never tattoo a player's name or number on you. Uh, none of that stuff because you're, and not that Rodri is is the kind of person that I think would do this, but you know you're always just one like domestic abuse arrest away from you know having to rebrand. So, um, not, again, not that I think you would do that uh, or or anything else, but I was 
I was caught off guard by the Kyle Laren DUI too. So, <laughs> well, and it doesn't even have to be anything as dark as that. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he gets picked up by somebody else and now he's playing for another, you know, club. Right. Right. It's he kind of weird to Atlanta or something. Yeah. Then it's, 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 it's very weird. It's very uh, uncomfortable at that point. Yeah. So it becomes awkward. So as much as I, that tickled me, um, it probably it does. Not it rolls good. off the tongue. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It's good. Uh, maybe we do something uh, related to Paramore or Church Street or something. I don't know. But send us your ideas of what names you would like the blog to have if we can't keep the mainland. Uh, you can, again, hit us up at the mainland at gmail.com or on Twitter at the mainland. You can just add us at the mainland and uh, and tell us what you think. Uh, we're, we're looking for some ideas and uh, there's no prize in it for you other than our undying affection and thanks. But uh who knows? Maybe down the line there there is a some kind of a, a prize uh, when, if and when we could ever afford it. Well, and if nothing else, you get bragging rights. You know, I mean, like like you did for well, one name in the mainland, and then what was the other one that you did? I, I named E Pluribus Lunum, yeah, Minnesota United uh, blog, which I believe they are rebranding when they uh, when they leave SB Nation. So that kind of sucks for me because I, 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 mean, I know. I, I, I like to having that feather in my cap. I didn't really, wasn't really a bragging point or anything, but it was kind of cool. I had, I guess it was, it was something that linked me to that. Yeah. I, I guess that's what I'm getting at is, is you get to, you know, Oh, I'm the guy that came up with that. All right. Hey, I'm the, I'm the, the person that came up with that. Yeah. And that's, that's cool. And, you know, I mean, we'll know that it was you, whoever you are. We'll have you and, on the podcast to talk about yeah, where you came up with the idea. Absolutely. Go down in history. Yeah, it will be immortalized forever. That way, when you're in a bar and you tell that story and people are like, no, you didn't. And they're giving you crap. You could just pull up that episode and play it for them and prove it to them. And, you know, you can before you do that, be sure to bet them like a, a round of beers or something. Yeah, not only that, but I mean, if you're if you're really thinking ahead, just always have it like queued Cued up. up to that. Yeah. yeah, queued up to that point in the podcast where you're just like, boop. And then, you know, you come on and we're saying it and you're like beer sucker yeah here's the screenshot of me on the zoom call with michael and dave that's right from when they had me on to thank me for naming the blog yeah yeah that could be you that could be you so see it pays it pays to stay in touch with us it does and you know there's lots of ways you can do that that's exactly right we've already explained them all now dave should i even bother nobody wrote us a uh a letter asked us a question. Should I even bother to look to see if anybody left us a five-star review on Apple podcasts? Uh, I, you know, I'm not holding out a lot of hope if I'm being perfectly honest. It's, it's, it's been something that's been weighing on my soul for months and months and months. And, you know, but yet like a fool, I keep coming back. Hoping I hate when things that- weigh on your soul dave i hate when that happens i know but yet like a fool i keep coming back hoping that this time it'll be different david is not different (laughs) but it's not different see our august Uh, 7th uh review on apple podcast from dp herrick 3 is still the most recent one so um well i did say like a fool yeah so if you want to Take this weight off Dave's shoulders, and by God, you should. Yeah, just leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and write a review. We'll read it on the air, 
Dave can breathe a huge sigh of relief. He can remove the chains from around his neck, these maester's chains from around his neck, <laughs> and finally walk upright again. Indeed, indeed. It's uh, and, and it's hard when you get older. I mean, uh, carrying this weight. I mean, it's, it's hard on the knees and the hips. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's a whole whole body thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dave, uh, that is it for this episode of the Mainland Podcast. Uh, unless you have anything else on your mind that you would like to discuss, it is uh, episode 324, and, and that's all we have on the agenda this week. You know what? I, I think that, uh, you know, there's t- you and I have no problem talking, but I think we should we should not do that and, <laughs> t- and take the win that is an actual short podcast. Okay. At the risk of lengthening it even a little, I will say this. I am I am absolutely recommending, I am all in on Apple TV's shrinking. I'm a couple episodes in. It is good. I agree. Um, Last of Us is also good. Very good. Yeah. Oh, this was yeah. an amazing episode this week. Oh, With man. Nick Offerman. Yeah. So good. But yeah, there's there's a ton of, just a ton of good TV out there. Yeah, these are these are two of the things that we're we're watching. Mandalorian's coming back soon, so mm-hmm. it's uh, mm-hmm. things are business is picking up. I like it. Yeah. All right, it's going to do it. Thanks everybody for listening to episode three twenty four. We'll be back next week with more stuff to talk about, uh, including uh, let's see what let's see what's on the docket while we got the 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 calendar here. Uh, yeah. Of course, February 1st, which is the day that this goes live. Orlando City plays a game, Dave. I don't know what time. They're playing a scrimmage against Minnesota United. If we can get information out of the club, we'll write a little recap or a little note about it. Uh, so preseason games start uh, on the 1st. We also will have an FIU uh, scrimmage on the 4th. And uh, next week on our recording date is a is still a TBA opponent. So I don't, maybe it's the mainland staff that's playing the Orlando city that night. We don't know. I, if it is, I gosh, I got to make travel plans. Yeah. And I've got to make, um, uh, I got to get my will in order. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Not, not great. Uh, so yeah, we, we got, we should have plenty to talk about and hopefully some of these, uh, Brazilians will start arriving and uh, and get their get their pictures taken in the stadium like Dogger Dan did today. I was a little disappointed to see that uh, D A G U R the Dagger Dan the dagger means day in Icelandic. I thought it meant dagger. <laughs> we all did. Yes, we were we hoping. All did. Yeah, it's it's okay in our internal Slack chat. I you know for those of you who watch Always Sunny. He's the day man. He is the day Dan. Day Dan and day Dan is going to. Uh, but uh, if it really did mean dagger, it would have been so metal. Oh, it would have been so very metal. But <laughs> perhaps he's simply the fighter of the night, man. Yeah. But we do not want no fop because we are dagger Dan men. We are dagger Dan, ma'am. And with that, uh, we will see you next week. You can follow Dave on the Twitters at Mainland Dave for now. For now. Follow me at Mainland Michael and follow the site at the Mainland. Like us on the Facebooks, the Books of Face. You can definitely check out our stuff there. 
and read our stuff at mainland.com, obviously. And for this podcast, rate it, review it, share it. Make sure that you are absolutely subscribed to it. These are all things that help us and they they cost nothing. We're not asking for Patreon money. We're yep. not asking for donations. Yep. We we just want you to do stuff that's free and quick and cheap and easy and the bare minimum and it helps us. Yes, that's all true. This is the this is the price I think that we would like you to pay. Absolutely nothing about maybe 30 seconds of your time. Yeah, that's that's our preference. So uh, I guess now that some people have accused us of asking for things now, now it's true. (laughs) Sigh. Yeah. We've asked for 30 seconds. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that 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 seems like a lot to some people, but uh, that's really the only thing we've ever asked for. And uh, uh, except for, we ask you to have a great week. We'll see you next time. The only thing left for us to do is to say, Go city and go pride.